10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Discussing everything about the afterlife. guys welcome to tipperary for another hour hello to everybody on podbean live on my podcast and to those who are tuning in on tiktok can you just let me know that you can hear me okay i've got um, a little microphone um paper clipped to my dress here this evening uh to hope that the sound comes through a little bit better uh you can thank you so much lottie appreciate that Okay, guys, so um, thanks for joining. And I hope some of you were on here last week, because I would love to hear what you thought of Paige Stevenson. And if you weren't here last week, we had Paige Stevenson join us live on the podcast uh, to talk to us about her work as a master intuitive, and mostly to talk to us about um, how she connects with the angels. Okay, so um, I thought she was amazing and I could have spoken to her all night. Did you feel the same, guys? Has anybody had their session with her yet? Because if you were on live here last week, she gave everybody that was on live the opportunity. Um, she gifted everybody um, a half hour session with herself. And that was like totally amazing i sound very american totally amazeballs oh hey carrie you missed it but not to worry and you know basically from my perspective and i meant to mention it last week okay so when we're talking about angels and obviously in 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 the main run of things we would be talking about our guardian angels because they're the ones that are with us on a daily basis okay so you know angels are different i see them extremely different from um our spirit guides Okay. Oh, was your hobby's birthday, Katrina? Well, some things are important too. You tell him he owes you a session with Paige Stevenson <laughs> for his birthday. <laughs> and um, so they are very different. So when you're talking about spirit guides or you're talking about angels, um, this is the difference. Okay. An angel is a celestial being. Okay. An angel never lived on earth as a human being. They have always lived in the spirit world or in heaven, whatever you want to call it. Whereas a spirit, even a spirit guide, they're the people that, um, you know, they were once humans. So they lived on earth. They lived a life. They passed away and they went back to the spirit world. And, you know, from there they worked their way up. So it is a little bit like promotions in the spirit world that you gain as much experience as you can. You work your way up and, you know, it depends whether or not you choose to be a spirit guide or you choose, you know, we have all kinds of options, which will probably be another show. You know, do we choose to come back to earth to atone for the things that um, we have done wrong or could have done better in life? Or do we stay in the spirit world and do that. So for example, I um, I once had a friend, my lonely little friend. No, I did have a friend, okay? I won't say her name because um, I don't wanna upset anybody. But I had um, a friend and we were the same age, 
okay and we spent a week in london and we both came home we both flew into different airports even though we're both coming back uh, to ireland because she lived near dublin airport and i would live uh, much nearer to cork so anyway basically we came back to ireland on the well we were in london for saint patrick's day and we came back that weekend so um in case anybody doesn't know when St. Patrick's Day is, it's March 17th. Um, and we came home maybe around March 20th, March 21st, something like that. And um, hey, Linda, welcome. Um, so we had um, just, just discovered not long before that there was actually only one month difference in our age. And um, unfortunately, we came back from that trip to London and very suddenly uh, she passed away. Okay, she was at work and she got a bleed on her brain and she passed away. And um, so she just had her birthday. She was 12 days past her birthday when she passed. And she had just met somebody in life. And it was her wish that she would have a family of her own. And uh, she was talking to um, the guy that she was with and they were talking about all of this. And, you know, you know they were making plans like every young couple do and um i know that she is now in the spirit world because she's there a number of years now she's now in the spirit world and her, part of her job over there is to meet children who pass away before their parents so she would meet those children she would help to acclimatize them you know to their new surroundings and she would bring them to meet their spirit guides and wait until they're settled with their family members. OK, so she did not get to be a parent in life, but she is a parent to all children in the spirit world. So I'm not saying that she had to atone for anything, but, you know, you would have the likes of Hitler or whatever. OK. And once they hit the spirit world, there's a lot that he would have to atone for. So he would get the choice when he gets to the spirit world. Does he want to stay there and work with spirit, you know, to atone for what he's done? So it's like a punishment. You know, he would get jobs to do as punishment or he could choose to return to Earth and um, atone for what happened there. OK, so um, I suppose. You know, for example, I don't know because I don't make the decisions, <laughs> but um, he could choose to come back perhaps as a victim of war. So he may choose to be born as a baby in a war torn country, for example. OK, um, so, you know, in some way we get to atone. So all that kind of stuff that we have to atone for, that's called karmic debt. OK, and that's kind of serious stuff that you've done. OK. When I'm reading people, when I'm doing psychic readings, I talk about karmic lessons, okay? And they're they're different. Um, it's stuff that you have to be mindful of during your lifetime, but it's not um, anything that you've done wrong, if that makes sense, okay? I feel like I'm winding myself down a rabbit hole here that I'm getting really serious talking about, like, you know, what's going to happen when you pass to the spirit world. But hey, what's the point in talking about the spirit world without talking about what's going to happen to us when we cross over there? So yes, there's all that reunions and all that meeting of, of family. I'm fiddling away here, guys. Um, There's all that meeting of family. But of course, you know, we have to look at the way we have lived life um, while we're while we were here 
Okay, so um, there's a lot, um, you know, to do with it. And all that came from just talking about the difference between angels and spirit. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> okay, so I have a few questions here. I've saved up um, a few of the questions. I won't say all of the questions, but a few of the questions that I've asked um, during the week. Oh, Helen, you spoke to Paige. Oh, that's amazing. Do you have anything you want to share? I don't want to invite you on to share if you're not willing to share or you, you don't want to. But we'd love to hear how you got on with Paige and if you found it helpful, um, you know. So let me know if you would like to pop on for a few minutes and tell us because we would all love to know that. I'm dying to know. Now, I have the link and I want to book for myself. Helen would love to. Okay, great. So if you're on the app over on the right-hand side, you should get the option. Let me see if I can invite you. Okay, I can invite you. I figured it out. Imagine. <laughs> now, okay, you're connecting, Helen. Let me know when you can hear me. Um, just say, hey, hey, I'm here or whatever. Um, and let me know when you have joined. Okay, did it let you join or did it kick you out? Let's see. Okay, it's asking me to invite you again. So I've sent you the invite there again. So I would love to hear. So as I say, Helen gift or not Helen gifted, but Paige gifted. It doesn't seem to be connecting you when I'm requesting it, Helen. So if you're on the um, app over on the right, it should give you an option to call in. OK, or somewhere there on the screen. Ah, oh, it said your call ended. <laughs> OK, so I don't know what happened there. Um, keep trying. And when I see it pop up, I will I will allow you in. But um, as I was saying, that Paige gifted everybody that was here when she was live to uh, make um, a half hour session with her for half an hour. Half an hour. Helen, can, Helen, you, hear me? can you hear me? Oh, can, oh. can you turn me down in the background? Good woman. Oh, okay. cool. Perfect. <laughs> so tell us, and I don't want how's you to that? get into anything personal. No, but how, how, was the, how was the private session? Because um, I'm sure. If I turn you down, I can't hear you. Oh. Well, turn it back up a little bit, but don't turn it up too too loud. So she's saying, she turns it down, she can't hear me. I could just hear myself back um, if you have it too oh. loud. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, perfect. So um, can you tell us, um, without telling us anything private about yourself, but just kind of what it was like and did you find it helpful? Because she comes across as a really lovely human being, and I'm sure there's loads of people here who have their appointment booked also. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was wonderful, but it was a bit of a crazy evening because we had a, um, a house inspection yesterday from the state agents. So we, ah. we were trying to clean. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and uh, we were sort of running out of time a little bit. So I, I still had my session with her, but hubby was hanging around. So it was a little bit uh, embarrassing, to say oh, the least. But should these things happen? And, you know, I say uh, she seems to be someone that would just take all of that in her stride. Oh, and, yeah, absolutely. She was, you know, absolutely. she was absolutely wonderful. And it's um, like to say that the angels, you know, they're, they're kind of making it hard for you. But it's like, you know, I would take that myself as if to say, well, you know, we've done so much for you over the years. You haven't always shown us gratitude. We're going to make this a little bit more difficult for you, Helen. <laughs> uh, but it was great. And I, we more, had more of a chat than anything else. A little bit of, you know, talk with them, you know, about, you know, calling on Michael and uh, Raphael, particularly for me. Um, and you had said during the program, didn't you, that you, you call on Archangel Michael anyway? 
Is that you? Um, not, 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 not particularly. I have in the past, but a long time since I have. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, no, <laughs> it was a lovely session. It was really, she's very sweet. Really oh, enjoyed okay. <laughs> yeah, she, she really is a lovely, lovely lady. Mm, half an okay. hour goes by very fast, though. <laughs> it went by very fast. It absolutely does go by so fast. You know, anytime you have an appointment with anybody, with anybody, and like mostly I spend about 90 minutes with people in a reading, but it just feels like it's 20 minutes. Once you get <laughs> yeah. so into something, the time just flies. But I'm so glad you enjoyed it. And I think that will make a lot of people feel um, a lot more relaxed about booking their session with her as well. You know, oh, and, you know that, that, that she just goes through anything. You know, yeah. it doesn't matter what's going on. If the house has fallen down in the background, she'll chat through it. <laughs> <laughs> she sure did. She was like, okay, I'm going to sort of relax now and, and call on Archangel Michael. And my husband's sitting there watching me. I'm like, I'm like hold on a second. I have company here. I said, I told them to go away. <laughs> oh, bless. Where are you calling in from, Helen? I don't recognize the accent. Uh, well, I'm in, uh, in Ireland, in County Wexford, but I'm from South Africa. Ah, I get you. Okay. So you're not uh, too far away from me. It's just the accent. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, that's definitely not Wexford slang. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> thanks a million not. for sharing with us, Helen. And thanks a million for joining in too. I see that you're on here most weeks, so that's brilliant. Thank yeah, you so much. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy listening to you. <laughs> no problem. And I you can stay connected for a message. <laughs> No problem. And if you want, you can stay connected there. Just mute yourself while 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 we're chatting. And if you oh, want cool. to, if you want to contribute to the conversation, please do. Oh, okay. So thanks. Okay. So some of the other questions that um, I was um, asked this week, and one that I wanted to address really for everybody. Uh, Julie saying it works like that sometimes with the angels I know well you know often I'd be reading for people and not that I read the angels I, I would read the spirit more obviously but you know I often say to them can you imagine what it must be like to be a guardian angel you know every day I want this I want this I want this and then they do so much for us and then you know we're rarely well I know I'm rarely grateful okay so um, you know yet we still ask and we still ask and we still ask so sometimes it's so important to just sit back and just say thank you to them. And I don't know if any of you have read a book called The Magic by Rhonda Byrne. Now she's no relation, the same surname, but she's no relation. Um, and, you know, one of the things, so for, if you haven't read it, it's a book that you read over the course of like 30 days. You read one chapter every day and every day there's a little task that you have to do to increase the amount of gratitude that you're giving out. OK, because the whole idea behind being grateful. So Michelle Barry is saying she's read it and she highly recommends it, too. Thank you, Michelle. Um, and, you know, the, the whole thing is that you give out so much gratitude during the month. That, you know, it, it's part of the law of attraction that we have to be grateful for things. Michelle's saying it really works. It really does. Okay. Um, and I don't know if anybody's interested, but I put up on, um, I've, I've put it up. It's actually on my website and on my Facebook page. And I will do a mailer out to my mailing list as well. But if you're interested on the 28th of um, this month, November, I keep forgetting what month we're in. They're just flying by. Um, I'm doing just a three-hour workshop on the law of attraction. So just to help us prepare for um, 2022, to help us make 2022 the best year yet, okay? 
I can teach you everything about mindfulness and the law of attraction in just three hours, but we can definitely, you know, make a start and set our intention for 2022, which is so important. And guys, it's only 45 euro, okay? So if you are interested, register and uh, register quick, actually. So, because um, I'm, I'm not going to take too many people on it because um, it would just be unworkable. But um, yeah, so it's all about giving out the gratitude and it's putting the intention out there so that you can attract things to you. And like I said, in here in my office where I'm sitting at the moment, I have um, like a crystal altar and I have a certain set of crystals that I put up there when I started my business. And, um, you know, th they're supposed to bring abundance to um, either your life or um, to the business that you're in. So I keep them here in the office where I work. And I recently gave a set to a friend of mine who owns a beauticians in Dublin. And she said from the day she put them in, the phone never stopped ringing. And it was the same with me. I put these um, crystals up and within three months, I had um, a live show booked in New York and I had a live show booked in Toronto. Um, and I was off on my first overseas trip. Okay, so it's a few years ago now. But just to tell you, you know, that they do work. And you may be going through it and they may seem like silly little things at times. You're thinking, why the hell am I doing this? Or you feel silly doing it. But trust me, these things work. Okay. So the question that I was asked this week that really, um, it really stuck with me because, you know, um, I like people to feel that they can talk to their loved ones you know, someone that you've lost. And, you know, you don't have to come to me to talk to them. Maybe you don't get the response and you want to come to somebody like me, it doesn't have to be me, um, to, to, to know what they're saying back to you in response to you. But you um, can, can, by all means, talk to your loved ones. But someone um, was on to me during the week and they said that they were scared to book a reading because they were scared they'd be disturbing their loved one in spirit. OK, and they were really kind of sad asking me that question. And it's not the first time that I've had that question, to be fair. Um, yeah. So somebody there is telling me um, that she always talks to her husband. Is that you, Liz? Um, so some of the names I obviously can't see. Um, and I, I would say to you, OK, first of all, don't forget that okay, you've lost that loved one. OK they've lost you as well. Okay, hey Liz, they've lost you as well. Okay, so as much as you're grieving for them in the spirit world, they're in the spirit world grieving for you here, you know, and they love to come through. They love to have this connection with you. And just to be able to say, you know, um, you know, I see you, I still see you. I'm not gone into a black abyss somewhere. I see you, I saw that you changed the car. I saw that you were driving home from bingo the other night and you got a, a flat tire. I saw that you've painted the kitchen. You know, we just want them to acknowledge some things that have been going on for us in our life because that evidence tells us that they still see what's going on. Because when you come for a reading, I don't know you. You go to any medium, they don't know you. Okay, they're not going to know that you've painted your utility room pink. You know, they're not going to know that you put a new carpet down in your bedroom. And these are, even though it might, might sound mundane to be talking about that kind of stuff, that's the stuff that's going to give you the evidence in a reading 
that this is your loved one, that, oh, my God, they do actually see what's going on um, in uh, your life. And Liz is telling us here that she was talking to her deceased husband the other night and she could smell his aftershave while she was talking to him. Okay, and absolutely. And I think the first way most people realize that they have some ability to connect with spirit is that they start smelling things around them. You know, their nanny's perfume, their grandfather's pipe, you know, the, the smells that you'd you'd um, connect like my granddad, he was in the army and, you know, Brill Cream and Carbolic Soap, you know, always remind me of those, you know, what they have in their kit. Well, they did have back in the day. Um, so those smells would always remind me of him. And that's kind of, you know, the first way that people would get into communicating with spirit. So they're just as eager to come through and talk to us. And let me tell you a funny story. Maybe I've told it to you before um, about I was working in Dublin um, a few years ago and I was in um, uh, I was doing a party in a house for a group of people. And um, it was an inner city. There was like a long row of terraced houses. And I was in one that was pretty much bang smack in the middle of this terrace. And I was reading away um, for some of the people there. But while I was reading, you know, then some strange, after maybe the second or third reading that I'd done, some strange people started to come in that didn't make any sense to the people that I was reading for. And I was going, you know, the, the, there's really strange energy. It's like the energy was crossing over, you know, like if you get a cross telephone line or something. And um, then one of the ladies that I was reading for, and I started describing this guy, and she says, um, he's not for me at all. She said, he's from the woman three doors down, you know? So um, this was continuing on. And because the houses were so small, so close together, it's like, you know, someone came through for their loved one in the house where I was reading. And then they popped off next door to tell the spirits next door that there's one in his house that could read, that could, you know, see spirit. So they all came down and they in turn told the other ones. So by the end of the night, I had a queue of people outside the house looking for readings. OK, so spirit also get excited uh, about these things. They hear that there's someone and, you know, I know I keep referring to the um, the Patrick Swayze film Ghost. What it is like that where spirits queue up and they know that you're coming because when we book a reading, we tell them, we say, well, look, you know, I'm going for a read with Sandy now on Thursday night or whatever. And I only have like the hour, 60, 90 minutes, whatever it might be. And, you know, you tell them, don't be late. I want you to be there. Make sure and show up. And then sometimes they'll come to me, you know, before the reading and they'll go, make sure you tell her now that I was here early. You know, I actually did a funny TikTok about it um, there um last week or the week before i can't remember when oh, the weeks are just flying into each other so mary's saying that she smells her mother still in her bedroom i asked her for a sign and later the light in her bedroom exploded she would find this very funny yeah um and i love that you know that you just ask and straight away she gives you the sign um you know that happened as well you know to a family member of mine um he was very close to his brother he was my they were both my uncles and one of them had passed away before the other one and he was very angry. Um, the guy that was left here behind was very angry because he was the older of the two. And he said, you know, that the younger guy shouldn't have gone before him. And um, he took a glass out of the cupboard to get a drink of water one night. And the glass just exploded in his hand, you know. So, um, you know, whatever way they can get a sign to you, um, they will. Okay. And don't be afraid to ask. And if anybody's not sure about how to ask for a sign or how they show signs, 
guys, um, I've done several free webinars. I did them live, but the recordings are on my website. So if you go to sandyburn.com and click where it says live webinars, I don't have a live one scheduled at the moment, but the replays of the older ones are there to watch. And there's a couple on there about um, which will give you tips and how to get um, how to ask for and how to recognize signs that you get from people in spirit. OK, so if you're looking to try and do that, please do take some time uh, to have a look um, because I do give a lot of tips there. OK, so my point in all that talking was to let you know that, yes, um, you can connect with spirit at any time. Never, ever, 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 ever think that um, never think that you're going to be disturbing them. They're only sitting there. You know, I, I must share the picture on my Facebook again, and I put it up um, a couple of times already. And I said, uh, are you waiting for a sign to, for, from spirits? Well, maybe they're waiting for a sign from you. Because a lot of people say, oh, you know, if someone came into my bedroom or if someone tapped me on the shoulder, I'd lose my life. So if you say that, then your spirit people are going to hear that and they're going to say, okay, well, I better not come and see her or let her know that I'm there because I'm going to frighten the bajakers out of her, okay? And that's, you know, so you don't want to give them that, um, you know, the thought that they're not welcome because, of course, they're welcome. And, you know, whether you book a reading or whether you're asking them for signs, that's you giving them the sign. I'm ready to hear from you. You know, I, I want to talk to you because they're ready from the minute they arrive. They want to let you know that they're okay. Okay, so never think that um, it's too, you know, that it's at the wrong time or that they don't want to talk to you or that you'd be disturbing them because none of that is true. Okay, and the other question I got asked this week is: Is it is it possible? Um, okay, so Lottie said that she went through a long time of being frightened of spirits presenting themselves, but now she's desperate to reconnect. And, you know, um, there should be no problem with connecting with them, Lottie. None at all, because you're telling me that you you um, you perceived them, however you perceived their energy in the past, whether you saw them, heard them, felt their energy, whatever, smelled them, but you knew they were around. So, you know, apply the same techniques that you did in the past, because the, the method of, of uh, connection doesn't change. You know, it's simply the fact that, um, you know, you've left it a while because you were scared. And, you know, I was talking about this um, on something um, earlier on um, with somebody else as well. And we were talking about, you know, I, I keep saying to people, tell them, you know, tell your spirit people that you want to sign. Tell them you're ready for them to make themselves known again. OK, because, you know, they're only waiting for that sign from you. The last thing they want to do is to make you frightened. And I know I was only 15 um, when my relative died and he came through to me um, just 10 days after he passed. Unfortunately, he passed in a motorcycle accident. So there was horrendous injuries. Um, and the first thing, of course, when I was 15, I couldn't control the energy. So the first thing that I felt was that I was also suffocating to death. OK, um, so basically the like the bike landed on his chest and um, he suffocated. Um, but only after every bone in his body was broken. But anyway, I said he couldn't go in any normal kind of a way. He had to have a, a, a big drama about it. Um, but anyway, uh, I'm laughing. I'm smiling at his picture here when I'm talking to you. Um, so I felt that I was going to die. Okay. And um, oh, hi, Christina. Christina's dad came through there last week. 
um, while we were on live on TikTok. Um, so my point being that I got so frightened. I was only 15 years old. I didn't know how to control the energy at that point. And um, although he came true, and the one thing that I had wanted to know from him and I had been asking him um, was what happened in the accident because I had spent the week before the accident working on the bike with him. So I wanted to know what had happened. So he came and um, he showed me um, and it was like he showed it to me in slow motion. If you've ever uh, ever had a motorcycle helmet on you, you kind of see everything in, um, you know, a restricted vision, um, tunnel vision, is a, I don't know what you call it. Like you've got blinkers on, you can't, you, you don't have a full 360 degree view. And it was like that, but it's like when you see something um, in slow motion on the telly. So that's, um, that's the uh, way for you. Um, it was scary, but only because I was so young. On one hand, I obviously wanted him to stay forever. But on the other hand, had he stayed, I couldn't breathe. So I would have died. Um, so, you know, it was only as I got a bit older that I learned to uh, control the energy. And it's much easier to do it now. But, um, yeah, at the time it was uh, very frightening. Okay. And um, if anybody's here that was on TikTok uh, last week, so Christina's just saying that everything that I said uh, to her when her dad came through was true. And there was a, um, a boundary problem, which she's had fixed in the new house now. I'm so glad you got that fixed because that was the one thing that he said, because there was a couple of people that was taking some um, some of the information. I said to him, give me something that only, you know, your loved one can take. And that's when he showed me the boundary problem. So, um uh, I'd love to connect with my husband. Okay, I know. Um, but one thing that I will say is that, and I will try and do some readings here on um, on um, Podbean uh, shortly. I keep getting distracted by the messages. Maybe I should turn them up. But um, yeah, if you haven't got a name or anything that I can connect with, you know, because the person that's saying that is R-U-Y-P-P-R-X-X. Uh, so there must be a way of putting your name on there. Uh, Lottie was on TikTok as well. Uh, and Liz saying Liz's um, husband came through a couple of weeks ago and mentioned the seal on the door needed fixing and that the there was something about the fridge as well. And she said they're both fixed as well. <laughs> so they're getting told off by spirit that they need to go and do some DIY in the house. But, you know, it's the small things and it may, ha you know, um, some people may say, why would her dad mention that there was a, a boundary issue because he can't do anything about it? No, he can't do anything about it. But he he was able to tell his daughter that, you know, there, he, he knows that there's some kind of problem with the boundary issue. And I, I believe that I said something like he's shown something. I said either there's a problem with the boundary or a fence needs to be put in the boundary or something that the boundary needs to be defined. And um, the point was that this wasn't an issue when dad was still here. This has only been a recent issue and, um, you know, that he sees that this is, is going on for his daughter. And, you know, he was letting out his frustration as well, you know, that if he was here, he'd have sorted this out kind of a thing. You know, he's the dad. He, he'd want to sort it out for her. But it was just evidence, you know, and I'm teaching a mediumship program at the moment. And I was talking to my students last night about it. And I was saying, you know, um, that as mediums, all we can do is give evidence i can't prove to you that there's life after death okay and you know i did refuse to read somebody at an event one time because he said to me i want you to prove it to me and that's all he wanted i wanted you to prove 
it to me. And I said to him, well, I'm not, you know, um, a circus pony, um, you know, and I'm not here to prove anything to you. I said, if you want to have a reading because you genuinely want to connect to somebody, that's fine. And they can give you evidence that they still live. But if you're looking for me to prove something to you, then that's not why I do mediumship. So it's about your connection with your loved one. It's not about me proving a point. It's not about me proving anything to anybody. It's about you getting that, like Maggie says here on Podbean, it, it's those small things that reassures us that they are around. That is exactly why we have a reading. It's so that they can give us evidence that they haven't just fallen into a black hole and that they're nowhere. You know, they're still around us. They still come to see us. You know, they still want to be part of our lives. Okay. And that's why we have mediumship readings. And I don't think, and I say it every single week, I'm not gifted. Connecting with spirit is an ability and it's something that everybody can do. Okay. So you don't have to necessarily come to someone like me but you can actually talk to them and get them to give you signs in different ways. So I won't go into that tonight because I know a lot of people here would have been on my live webinar when I did it back in August, but the replay is available on my website. Okay. Um, and how I started with this was answering the questions is, is it possible to connect with your own loved ones? Can people connect with their own loved ones? So the answer to that is absolutely yes. Okay. Um, oh, you're so welcome, Liz. Liz is saying that her husband's come through a few times and the first one was totally amazing and I've been spot on every time. Oh, thank you so much, Liz. And, you know, Liz is always there um, cheering me on from the sidelines. So I do appreciate that too. Um, but why it's more difficult to connect with your loved ones is this. So like you've seen me here, a lot of you have heard me giving readings to different people. Okay. And the reason that I do that, I can't promise everybody here that they're going to get a reading on live. Okay. And, and I'll talk to you in a minute about the, the different reasons why, but, um, you know, I've lost my whole, whole train of thought now. I keep reading the, um, the, the, the comments, but, um, yeah, so when I'm connecting, when I'm doing a reading for somebody and I connect with their loved one in spirit, right? So I have to give them evidence to show that it's them, okay? So the first thing everybody goes, do they give you a name, okay? And I say, well, not always, because anybody here that knows me knows I'm brutal with names, okay? I just don't get them. I have my kids' names tattooed on my arm. And... um so they i'll get other information from them okay so you know i'll say obviously if it's male or female if uh they're young or old did they die suddenly or was there illness before they passed you know where were they from what connection are they to you how long are they dead you know all of these things and you give it evidence and you know by the time you've given a long list of um you know identifying traits then the, the person with or without the name will identify who it is. And then you're talking about them and you, you're giving them like extra validation and you're telling them, oh, he's talking about the time that he pushed the swing and you fell off it when you were six years old. Okay, for example. And uh, he's talking about the time you gave him pink and yellow socks for Christmas. Okay, so like memories that only you and the person would share that I wouldn't have a clue of. However, if you're talking to your own loved ones in spirit, there are things you already know about your loved ones. So it's it's more difficult to get information from them. So generally, when people just try to connect to their own loved ones, they start to think that they are um, 
they're going mad or that it's just their imagination because there's nothing different that they can tell you. And even if there was something that they could tell you that was different that you didn't know at the time, then you would have to go and find somebody else to validate that information, okay? Because well and all, um, and I know I use Kevin a lot, for example, so I'm sorry, but he's just my best example to connect him to a loved one in spirit. Um, you know, much and all as I, I loved and knew about Kevin when he was alive, um, there were certain little things. I was only 15 years old um, that I didn't know. And when I had a reading some years later, um, so the medium told me that where he died had uh, had the same name as where he was born. And I was going, you know, um, so the Irish people would know, obviously, I live in Tipperary and where he passed was up in Mullingar. And I was like, no, you know, he was from Thurles and uh, he died in Mullingar. And I was going, no, 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 no. And she said to me, OK, no, he definitely says it. And I said, well, I have to check that with my mother because I don't know. So actually where um, my grandparents um, lived in Thurles is called Britus. And where the accident happened was beside Britus Lake in Mullingar. So um, the name was right, but I didn't know that. You know, I didn't know anything about any lakes. <laughs> I never studied geography. So um, I had to check that with my mam afterwards. Okay. So Maggie's saying, I was told years ago at a reading to write everything down. Some info at it I didn't get. Afterwards, I spoke to my grandmother and she knew who it was. Exactly that. And Maggie, I save my customers a job. I record the readings. I video record the readings and give you the reading afterwards. So um, my issue with people writing all the time during a reading is that they're so busy writing that they're not hearing what's been said. And, you know, I love people to have it too, because there's sometimes things that come up in a reading that you do have to validate with other people. And I want you to be able to, you maybe look back at that in six months or six years and say, oh my God, I didn't realize it at the time, but that was actually true. Okay. So I video record it so you can keep it forever. <laughs> um, you do forget things. You absolutely do. And there's no way you're going to write down every word that the medium says, but you can't listen and write at the same time. It's just not possible. And you're there, you're in the room with the medium or you're online with the medium. You have that time to talk to your loved one. You don't want to spend it scribbling down every word that's been said. You want to take it in. You want to take it on board. Okay. So having the recording is just priceless afterwards. And I was talking to a medium in the States and she's been doing readings for many years. And she said that um, she connected a lady to her son. Um years before and um obviously you know it's i can't imagine what it must be like to lose a child but she said several times over the years that woman came back to her looking for the reading again because she um because originally when she gave it to her it was on cassette tape and then she gave it to her on a cd and eventually it came down to emailing her an mp4 copy of it when everything went digital so um and i used to have a cd recorder here but i still have it but i don't record on cd anymore you do and if anybody's like me i can never read my own handwriting when i'm speed reading so you know <laughs> i i never can um 
what was the other thing that I wanted to see? Uh, I said to you that I would come back to seeing something. Oh, yeah, why um, the readings on here? Why I can't promise everyone a reading, okay? So when a medium does a stage show, which I haven't done now in nearly two years because of the pandemic, I can't wait to get back out. But anyway, um, when I do a stage show, when any medium does a stage show, um, we've all, um, well, a lot of us have been to see some medium, I'm sure, at some stage. I've, I've seen... Um, I saw Colin Fry, God rest his soul, he's passed away since. And I saw TJ Higgs and I've seen uh, Tony Stockwell, obviously, several times. And I've seen John Edwards, the American guy. I would love to see Catrice Caputo. Um, I don't know, will she ever come to Ireland or will I ever get back into America? But um, imagine being handed a cassette now. I know nobody has cassette players anymore. So, um, but even it got to the point where I was handing people CDs when they used to come to the house, the CD recording on a CD. And I don't even have a CD in the car set. So I had to find another way. So I video record them now. Uh, and I emailed the video <laughs> recording to you. So, um, you know, so if you're getting the email on a computer, you can watch it on the computer. But um, the reason that we do these kind of shows, okay, like everybody in an audience, whether it's here online or whether it's in an auditorium, not everybody can get a reading. It's just impossible. Okay. Yeah, I love John Edward. I have to say, Mary, I do love John Edward. Um, it's just it would just be impossible to give a reading to absolutely everybody in the audience. So what we call it is um, I don't know, do they do <laughs> Carrie says she still has her CD from me, but nothing to listen to it on. So if you send it back to me, Carrie, I'll digitize it for you and email it to you. Um so um yeah we call it here in um ireland and the uk and europe we call it a demonstration of mediumship okay and the reason that is is because it's to show people the kind of information that they can get for from a reading because a lot of times people are so nervous to go for a reading they want to see it they want to see what kind of information can come through OK, and that's why we call it a demonstration, because it is to show you what kind of stuff that you can get from a reading. But not everybody obviously can get it. And of course, you have to take into account the the energy of your loved one. So, you know, every single time I, I do a stage show, every single time without without fail, without question, someone will come up to me after the show and they will go. I think you were talking to my dad, brother, sister and whatever. Um, but I was too shy to stand up and say it. Okay. And I go, well, you know, if they were there then and you didn't take it, they're gone now. But people will also come up to me and they'll say, I thought my dad would have come through tonight. I thought my mom would have come through. It's her birthday. So I say to them, well, okay, I appreciate that it's your mom's birthday. But first of all, if ma'am was alive, would she have stood on that stage and said, ah, hello, pet, it's me. I've come to remind you that it's my birthday. You know, would your loved one have stood up in front of an audience full of people and said to you, hello, okay, or were they shy um, and didn't stand up at all? Because if they wouldn't have got on stage and said uh, hello to you, they're not going to do it when they're dead, okay? So, you know, if they did, okay, this is how mediums can't win. because they come to a show and they want to speak to somebody, somebody who was shy as anything and that talking to them in life was like getting blood out of a stone, right? And they expect you on stage to speak to that person, right? However, if you do speak to them, then the person will turn around and say to you, 
I think she was making it up because my cousin just stood up on that stage. There's no way he'd ever have stood up there and talked in front of all them people. So mediums can't win, okay? They're always going to be wrong and they're always going to be criticized in some way. That's just par for the course. But spirits would always come through in a way that you can recognize them, okay? So, like, if your 84-year-old dad would never have stood up in front of an audience or even come online and spoken to all the people that are here, we've a lot of people online, we've more people on TikTok. Um, so there's a lot of people listening. And if they wouldn't have spoken online to those people, then they're not going to do it just because, the, you know, they're dead. You know, um, that's just who they are. So, yeah. So, look, that's sometimes why people don't come through. And then, of course, as I say, people will sit in the audience and they won't put up their hand. But they'll come up to me on stage afterwards or they'll email me afterwards and say, you were talking about a man who had yellow triangles on his jumper when you did a show in Kerry the other night. I think that might be my brother-in-law. You know, what did he want? And I'm saying, well, you know, he was in the room with you and you wouldn't put up your hand, you know, so he's gone. You know, I don't carry these people around with me. I joke about it all the time. I say, you know, I'm off to carry tonight with my bus of spirits. I joke about it, obviously, but I don't bring the spirits around with me all the time, you know. They're connected to your energy, not mine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this said you'd be talking to my dad all night. <laughs> uh, he probably, t- yeah, he probably would get um, on stage. My heart is pounding. This is amazing. Oh, thanks, Pet. Okay, so let's see. I won't guarantee. I can never guarantee a reading, and I always say, you know, when people book even, so that, um, you know, as mediums, we guarantee a connection. So I say to somebody when they book. Okay, I can't promise, and I never ask anybody to tell me who they're looking to connect with, obviously, but I can't promise I'm going to connect with a certain person. There's a lot that goes on in life, um, you know, that would stop somebody coming through, you know. So if, for example, I don't know, if somebody was... (laughs) Okay, I'm looking at my phone actually now. Um, my cousin is actually in labour in London at the moment. She's been in labour now for <laughs> since yesterday afternoon. <laughs> um, so if, for example, I wanted to talk to my, um, so if I wanted to talk to my great grandmother, for example, right, um, I wouldn't go and see a medium tonight when my cousin is due a baby or is in labor because all the family are going to be with her saying oh my god there's a new family member arriving there's somebody new coming and blah 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 and they're going to want to be with her too because she's having a really tough time with god love her so that would be a bad time to go to see a medium because you know they're all there for the new arrival they love to celebrate that kind of stuff they can talk to you anytime okay but there's a new baby coming um so they just want to see a new o'brien <laughs> That's all they want, a new O'Brien person um, on earth. So um, so just be aware of what's going on um, around her. Poor woman, yeah, I know, because it's her first baby. <laughs> and, you know, I think any of us here who are parents, whether you're mothers or fathers, it doesn't matter. Um, I think we can. And, you know, even if you're um, an auntie or anything, all of us, um, you know, we've known somebody that's had a baby or we've had experience of a baby. And it's such a huge life change. And she's been a career. She's a solicitor. So she's been a career woman up to now. So um, this is definitely going to be a huge change for her. Do you know what? I'm so stupid. Can you hear me on TikTok? Because I never, I'm sitting here and I'm worried about talking into this mic. And I never plugged it into the phone. 
I'm so stupid. I apologize. Oh, it will be worth it when the baby's here. And I just hope I'll be able to get over to see him. Um, because I haven't even been able to get over and see her new house or anything. Uh, we haven't been able to go over to London for um, nearly two years now. And we'd normally be over and back all the time. So um, I'm really missing um, all the family. And of course, you know, and I was on Facebook last night talking about my cousin. Um, he died in February. He was murdered um, in London um, in February. He was only 27 years old. So um, we couldn't even go over there. Um, he, they, his mother wasn't allowed to bring him home. She had to cremate him um, before she could bring him home because it was the middle of the pandemic. So, yeah, so, like, you know, the whole the whole world is just on its head, isn't it? Because she would have loved to bring him home, to bury him in the family plot. Now, she obviously has his ashes home. But, um, yeah, and, you know, guys, like, 27 years old, and he just, he was actually supposed to be back in Ireland, and he had his bag packed, um, and... He uh, was flying home at Christmas time and he was going staying in Ireland. And um, then all of a sudden, bang, Boris said, that's it, lockdown. We're locked down for midnight and he couldn't get home. So he ended up staying over there in London. Now, I do have lots of family in London, but he had wanted to particularly come and, and, and live in Ireland. And um, so he was trapped there on lockdown and he went out for a walk and they mugged him and they threw him off a bridge. Oh, Liz is saying her uncle was murdered 34 years ago. Linda, and if you if I told you all about what Michael went through to be on this earth, uh, I was talking about it on my live last night, but I'm so sorry. I didn't realize there was, such a, there was uh, so much static on, on the call. Michael was born at five and a half months. Um, he was so tiny. He was one ounce under a pound in weight when he was born. And he was in hospital for several months after. And even when he did end up coming home, so it was about October, November, December, January, February, March. He was about five months old when he came home, but he was still the weight of a preterm baby. But, you know, he survived and he was a fighter. God love him. And, um, you know, all those years of checkups and developmental checks and eye checks and ear checks and lung checks and, you know, just to be thrown off a bridge like he's a piece of garbage, you know. Um, and I really believe, you know, he, he went through so much in this life. You know, there was a huge reason for him being here. And the difference that he made, um, you know, in this life uh, for us. And Liz is saying her uncle was literally kicked to death by tree feckers. You know, I was so down last night and that's why I was on Facebook Live. There's just no, there's no value in human life anymore. You know, I'm probably older than a lot of you on here. I can remember a time when if somebody died under suspicious circumstances, um, it would be on the news for weeks. We used to have a thing here in Ireland called the Murder Squad. So we literally had one team of people for the whole Ireland that used to go to the location of a murder because murder was so rare. And, you know, I'm only talking like 30 years ago. I'm not talking like, you know, 100 years ago or anything. Um, because there was actually, and we talk about it still, there was a girl murdered here in my town uh, when I was in my final year in school. And uh, she was only a couple of years older than me. And we talked about it for years. The town was closed off for days. You know, um, there's just not the same um, value placed on human life um, these days. And I'm so sorry to hear about your uncle, uh, Liz, because that's no way to go. You know, you live, um, you work hard, you, you struggle for life, and then someone just takes it away in the blink of an eye. And it's just so unfair. Anyway, okay, I better do some readings because it's um it's seven minutes to eleven, and you say, 
Jeez, she can talk that one <laughs> just as well I can or I'd have no podcast no there isn't Maggie I'm totally in agreement with you there so um thank you Kelly okay so that recorded would you still have it I didn't used to keep them probably when you got a reading Katie down in Waterford so Katie's telling me she got a reading of me when I was down in Waterford a few years ago because if I gave you the CD that was the only copy of the recording I have now, if you have the CD, I can definitely turn it into digital for you. But I didn't keep copies of the CDs. Unfortunately not. In fact, I used to keep copies of the videos until people started coming back to me. So it's only the last maybe three or four months that I've started, you know, um, putting a copy away. I don't like doing it. I'm probably going to hold on to them for maybe six months and then and then delete them because that's personal. I don't want to be holding on to people's personal stuff, you know. But um yeah Julie no I couldn't I couldn't keep them and I couldn't be the holder of you know I'd always be um afraid I know this is this sounds ridiculous but I I always feel that you know it's like a confession box if any of you are Catholic you know anything you say to a priest even if you tell a priest that you murdered his brother in a confession box they can't say it and I would never mention anything about anybody outside of a reading you know, and I, I had this dream one night. This is going to sound ridiculous. This is the level of dream that I'd have. I had this dream one night that um, something was said in a reading and that the guards came to my door for a copy of the CD. And I thought, you know what? I'm just not keeping anything anymore. So um, that's why I don't like keeping people's stuff. I don't want to be the one that gets you home for anything so if you're um if your spirit people have any information about you having committed murder fraud anything like that tell them not to mention it during the reading okay um so i do joke about it but and while i'm on the topic of dreams guys okay um on the 24th so two weeks from today i'm gonna say two weeks from today um i am going to have paul gill on the show Okay, so if you haven't heard of Paul Gill, Paul Gill is the best dream interpreter that I've ever seen in my life. Okay, he I know he's Ireland's best, I call him the world's best. I love I could listen to him talk all day and all night about dreams, and he's given us an hour of his time. So two weeks from today, I believe it's the 24th. Yes, today's the 10th. So it has to be 17th, 24th. So he's going to be coming out and he's going to be telling us how to interpret our dreams. So I want you all to, um, you know, if you're going to be on live, if you can be on live on that night, you know, um, tell us about a dream or even send me. Maybe you don't want to come on live. Maybe you don't want to. It was your dream. You want to see the stuff I dream about. And, um, you know, you can email it to me or message it to me beforehand and I'll ask him what your dream uh, means if you don't want to do it yourself. But, um, you know, if you want to come on and ask him about a dream, please let me know in advance and I want to make up like a list of people that I'm going to call on when he's here because I know there's going to be a lot of people looking for that, okay? And if you're listening on TikTok, guys, um, you know, do come on to Podbean if you want some answers about some dreams that you've had or have been having or any of that stuff. Paul is amazing. Okay. So, okay, very quickly with four minutes left. So let me see. I actually want to say for the last few minutes, I've had somebody's mother mother here. Okay. Now I know with this mother that she had something in the lung, but 
I'm actually not necessarily feeling, okay, I'm not a doctor. I don't know. Maybe it was cancer. But my first instinct would say that it's not cancer. This is very, very deep in the lung. It's on the left-hand side of uh, my chest. And it's right, it's, I feel it at the back and like really low down um, in the lung. This to me normally would be something like something that would cause maybe fluid um, or infection in, in, in the lung. So not knowing what causes fluid or infection in the lung. I don't know. But I can feel my lung bubbling, so I know there's fluid in the lung with this lady. And I know that the, she would have been in a lot of pain because at the moment I can't breathe in without being in pain, okay? So this is someone's mother, and she would have had an awful lot of problems with her lungs. But she's not that old, okay? I want to say that she seems to me to only be, be late 60s, maybe around 68 or that kind of age. And... um. I'm always laughing when um, spirits show me green because, you know, you can't see it on Podbean, but I've painted my office green fairly recently. So Susan is saying her mom had this kind of problem. She was 66. Okay. So bear with me for a few minutes. I want to make sure that it's for you, um, Susan. Um, she showed me a picture of herself. Okay. And she's quite a bit younger in this picture. And it's like, you know, when someone snaps um, a, a picture of you, and the reason I'm laughing is because she's wearing a green jumper in this picture that she's showing me. Um, and she has dark hair in this picture. And it's like she's backing away. You know when someone's just turning their head and putting their hand up? You know, like they, like they want to um, to not have their picture taken. You're going, you know, I look terrible, I look terrible. So it's one of those kind of shots, okay? And um, so there would be no reason for her to mention this Maybe you've been looking through photos lately. Maybe, you know, one of the family has been going through photos and came across something similar to this. Okay, so there has to be a reason that she would be mentioning this. Okay, I need to find this lady, guys. Otherwise, I'm not going to sleep all night with pain in my lung. Okay, this is really, really bad. Um, okay, so Susan is saying her mom suffered with this. Susan, if this is your mom, I believe you would have a younger brother. Okay, because she talks about her baby boy. Okay, so I'm perceiving that to be a younger brother, but it may be that she had a son that she babied. Okay, um, we have um, a saying in Ireland for those of you who aren't in Ireland, um, you know, mammy's boy, um, because we do as uh, mothers here in Ireland, sorry, we baby the boys. So if you're not Irish, don't marry an Irish man. Um, okay, so she talks about her baby boy, and the reason that she's talking, your mother used to call your brother her baby boy okay so and it does make sense to susan as well so helen i get that okay with your brother but does it make sense what i'm saying so every piece of information has to go together so um she, you know she must be in her late 60s she must have had an issue with the lungs whereby it hurt every time she breathed it in you might not know it but particularly on the left side okay and there's something that's causing fluid in the lung as well and you've got the the you know the baby boy thing the, the mammy's boy um thing going on now there's also the, the snapshot but i wouldn't rest on that because you may or may not notice it but i do believe that someone has been looking at this photo photo lately um now ma'am i feel here isn't gone an awful long time susan if this is your ma'am is ma'am only gone within the last five to six years okay because this lady tells me that she's not in spirit a long time okay so i'm perceiving it to be about five to six years <sighs> God, if I don't get rid of this pain soon. Can you tell me something else, darling? Um, Susan, I'm sorry, and I know if you're on TikTok, I have my eyes closed because I'm trying to concentrate on what this lady's showing me. 
did your mom have some issues with her mobility when she was living? Okay, like I feel like I need to, you know, lean on something to get myself up, if that makes sense. Okay, so like somebody who would have had, she's got 11 years. Okay, was she ill? Um, uh, oh, that's Helen. Sorry, I thought she was um, Susan that was replying. I beg your pardon. Uh, sorry, Helen. Susan, does this make sense to you? Did your mom have some mobility issues? And does the five to six years make sense with you? Because I know everything else um, did make sense as well with Susan. So if you're here, can you let us know, Susan? Because if I can't find someone from this, oh, she's gone 15 years. That's a lot longer. Okay, so both of you are gone longer. And yet I'm being told that there's been huge change in life over the last five to six years. So I was perceiving that this would be when she left. Okay, would somebody else have left or would there have been another huge change in either of your lives within the last five to six years? Was there a separation? Um, you know, was there some issues going on within the family that would have kept people distanced from each other? So this is almost like um, a change in the family dynamic, okay, is what I want to say. I don't want to say that the family are at war. Is it definitely a mother? Could be an aunt. Only if she was a bit like a mother energy to you, Maggie, if she would have looked at you like one of her own, because I feel very motherly from this woman. Ah, Helen. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so this is the change. Okay, so I hope you understand that I could I could perceive a change where there's no contact anymore as being when she left. But obviously, it's something that goes on within the family. Okay, so Helen, you can unmute yourself if you think this might be uh, you. Because you're still connected. So if you want to unmute yourself and we'll just see. Uh, there was somebody else there, Susan, and I don't think hey. that I... <laughs> Hey, Helen, you're back. <laughs> so did everything else make sense? Did ma'am have um, a lung issue? I'm not sure it was a lung issue, but she did have metastasized cancer. And it was in her, in her bones and in her spine and around her kidneys. And So it's possible okay. it could have got into her lungs towards the end. I don't know. Okay, and, but it's also possible that where I'm feeling it in the lung that I, it could actually be the spine, but I'm mistaking it for the lung. Because with I don't forget, I have no health training. I have no medical training. And yeah. it's just like right down. I had mobility issues after the cancer treatments initially. She had um, uh, lymphedema from the um, radiation therapy, damage to her lymph nodes. So one oh, of her legs was okay. twice the size of the other. Oh, God, love her. Okay, so that makes mm. sense. So she would have had to have something to balance her. The poor pet, the poor pet. Uh, and she had a hip operation before at that time as well. I know, but still, oh, God, yeah. love her. Mm. Okay, so this big change. She seems to be more um, concentrating on this big change in your life rather than going back and talking about herself, okay? Mm. So yeah. um, that would make sense, you know, that should make sense to you to, to say, you know, Mam's very selfless. She doesn't want to come on here and talk about herself. She wants to get to the nitty gritty. Okay. Um, and there's a brother there as well. She was talking about her baby boy. So you you said you had a brother, didn't you? Okay, that makes sense. And Susan well, older than me, but she always called him a baby boy. <laughs> okay. So Susan's also talking about. Does the last five or six years make sense to you, Susan? I'm going to keep giving information, but if it's still making sense to you, Susan, as well, please just um, click to come on because um, I'd have to get this done in the next few minutes, or I'll be cut off. Um, okay. So let me see. Let me get something else from her. Does the photo at all make any sense to you, Helen? I was actually looking through all the photos the other day. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. 
That's and she enough. didn't she didn't like photos because um she always reckoned that she looked like um Ahmed when her photos were taken. You know, I don't know if you've seen Jeff Dunham and the no, uh, no, no. The, the, the puppet that he has called Ahmed. She always reckoned yeah. she looks like that. Oh bless her. Okay. <laughs> Susan, click to connect and we'll go through the information and see who can take it all, okay? Um, there's no problem because um, Susan can still take some of this information as well. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let me get something else. You're not related to Susan, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not a secret sister or anything like that. <laughs> hey, Susan. Well, you, you never know. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Hey, Susan. So I'm going to try and get something else off this lady, okay? It's funny, you know, the amount of times that it happens that you're getting information from people. And, you know, some people can be so similar, to be fair. Okay, darling. So let's come back. And I know it sounds patronizing when I say darling, but I just like to use some term of endearment because um, I, as I say, I'm bad with names anyway. <laughs> uh, Susan or Helen, does the name Maggie make any sense to you? Yeah. No. Okay. I have an aunt. Well, it was, yeah, my uncle's first wife. Ah, uh, okay. Maggie. Yeah. Maggie. Stay with us, Susan, just in case. Okay. okay. Um, I just heard the name Maggie. Would Maggie be with her in the spirit world, though, um, Helen? No. Mm -mm. No, she's still here. And would there be any no, she reason did, why... She, did, she didn't get on very, she did get on, get on very well with her. So. so there would be no reason for her to say, to mention that, Maggie. Does it make any sense in any different context? No, so she, she got on, she did get on well with Maggie, so she did enjoy oh, the she company. she did get on well. Okay. She did, yeah. Um... Oh, hold on. Okay, I don't want to go into too much detail. Mm -hmm. But if I just said to you, if you take the name Maggie and say that there was something that only came to light after your mom's passing, um, that would make your mother a little bit annoyed about someone's antics. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't want to go in, I don't want to study anybody's name, okay, but, you know, some things are quite personal, but that's where the connection to the name comes in, okay? Okay. Can't think of anything with that, not with, not with Maggie anyway. Okay, I thought you said it did make sense to you. Okay. Maggie, the name Maggie does, yeah, but not not with um, the, something coming to light after okay. the past, not, not with that anyway. Sure. And Susan, does that make sense to you? If you put the name to the side, because I've already told you that I'm useless with names. Um, <laughs> was there something that came to light after your mom's passing that would have made her disappointed in somebody? Yes. Okay. Okay. There was plenty on my side for that. Well, plenty of things that happened after she passed. Oh, <laughs> that was made her pretty upset. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Susan, do you have a son of your own? No. Because um, I'm also being told about a younger male in the family who's been upsetting people recently. Ooh. So has there been any concern about any of the younger male relations? There, there would be my grandson. Oh, your grandson. Okay. So there's um, no difference between a son or a grandson. Yeah. Um, he, he would be, he's, he's autistic. Ah, okay. And he's been kind of causing a little bit of upset in school. Ah, okay. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Helen, we may be leaving you behind. I'm sorry, okay, Pet. Seems like it. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Crater. That's okay. Thank no you problem. for joining in. No worries. Thanks so much. And thanks for coming on, Susan, as well. Thank you. Okay, ma'am. You know, ma'am's a fighter, okay? Yes. And um, I, it's not that I feel like she, she's she's causing trouble or, you know, a fisticuffs after the nightclub on a Saturday or anything. But um, I do know that, you know, where her family's concerned, she'll fight. And this is what she's saying that someone has to do with regards to that young boy. Okay. Um, I feel like he needs somebody on his side. He needs someone to see things from his point of view. Okay. So I'm feeling that there may be a little bit of unfairness with whatever's going on here at the moment. Yeah. Okay. Um, so she wants someone to stand up for him. She said he needs it. Oh, his mom is very good at standing up. <laughs> Thank God. But if your mom was here, I swear to God, she'd well, be she'd have him battered. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, pet. God. I'm sorry, she's getting very emotional. I'm trying not to cry. Okay. Um, and she says that I'm to tell you that things are going to be okay. And she says, you know, the stressing doesn't help, but I know it's hard. And she said that I'm to promise you that she's going to make sure that everything will work out. Okay. And she says, um, she says that I'm to remind you to talk to her because she said you used to talk to her a lot more, but recently you've been so caught up in your own mind that you've been talking to her less. And she said, I'm feeling a little lonely over here. Okay. So she wants you to, to start connecting with her again. Um, but it's very important that this young man gets taken care of because she really feels like he's been wronged in some way. And I think this is the reason that she came through, you know. Yeah. So she's definitely very protective of the family. Oh, very, um, yes. And Susan, is it you that's been putting off going getting something checked out? Yeah. She, yeah. She says, you know, she said, you know, sitting at home worrying is, is, is really stupid. You know, go and get it done. Yeah. So she just wants you to know that she's around you and that she's aware of this stress that's going on at the moment. And she said, one thing will be taken care of, but the other thing you need to take care of yourself. Okay. Yeah. So go and get it checked. I've literally been okay. this week deciding oh. whether to go to the doctor or not. Okay. Well, so that's the other reason she came through. Okay. <laughs> so uh, go to the doctor and then go and fight for your grandson. <laughs> No bothers. <laughs> okay. And thanks a million for, for staying with us because I know it could have gone either way there at one point. But, um, you know, you prevailed and I appreciate it. Thank you very much. No problem at all. And thank you to everybody. Uh, Maggie saying she's a lump in her, in her throat as well. Um, yeah, you know, they're always looking out for us and they know when we're stressed. So when you're stressed, please talk to ma'am. She's waiting to listen to you. Okay. Thanks a million, guys. I'm going to be on TikTok for a little while. And um, you're more than welcome, Liz, and everybody that joined in. And I will see you at the same time next week. And if there's anything you want me to talk about or anything in particular you want to ask, please do send me in any questions that you have um, for talking points on the show. And um, obviously, we'll do some readings as well. Okay, guys, we'll talk to you next week. And thank you so much. And it's goodbye from me. Discussing everything.